Welcome back to another Youth Centered Podcast. Uh, again, thank you for the great responses we're getting on our last few podcasts. Um, the one we did with Bill Fahey this past week, Andover Youth Services, was great. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I'd ask you to really um, give it a listen at some point in time. So today I have two amazing North Andover High School students. Um, I have Michaela Vincent and Callista Ringler, and they're going to do their own introduction in a couple of seconds. But today we're talking about our summer buddy system program. And I'll talk a little bit about the history of it. But uh, during this crazy summer that we have to keep talking about, um, we had to run our summer program. And we've, we've had this buddy system program, which kind of connects some of our staff with some kids that may maybe need a little bit more assistance. And then you add a global pandemic to it and it turns into a very, very interesting summer. So we're gonna be talking about our two decade old buddy system program, how it works, the effects it's had on kids and how the effects it's had on our staff people like Michaela and Callista. So first of all, ladies, thanks for coming on the You Senate podcast. Thank you for having Thank us. You. All right, let's start with Callista. Callista, who is a veteran of the podcast, she's been on one other time, and she did a really good one on resiliency coming back from an ACL injury. So, Callista, today we're talking about something different than ACL injuries. We're talking about you and the buddy system. Uh, for people that may not know you here in North Andover, who is Callista Ringler? So, I'm Callista Ringler. I'm going to be a senior at North Andover High School. I play lacrosse and run indoor track. I'm a part-time staff at the North Andover Youth Center, and this past summer I worked at Drummond Summer Fun, and I'm also a member of the, uh, Junior Senior Youth Council. Correct. Okay, Michaela, who's Michaela Vincent? Hi, I'm Michaela Vincent. I'm a junior at North Andover High School. I worked at Drummond Summer Fun this summer, and it was my first year working at the Youth Center or Summer Fun, and I also work at the ABECC Kids Stop during the school year. Awesome. So obviously we, um, we had a crazy start as everybody knows and it wasn't until June that we we're actually able to hire anybody. So um, we were really excited. We knew Callista from our building. She had worked for us last school year and had done an amazing job and I knew she'd be a great counselor. And then there was this Michaela Vincent who applied for the job and I, I read her application and it was really good and she was highly recommended and but i didn't actually really know michaela real well um but you know we took a chance on her and obviously she exceeded all of our expectations so as first year staff people you actually started during a global pandemic and a lot of you both work with a lot of kids that drummond that actually had worked the year before so they saw the difference of it so let me ask you something what was it like being a first year summer employee for us and on top of that, being a first year summer employee during a global pandemic. So I worked with kids a lot before. So when I went into it, I thought I was prepared and I thought I knew what was what was it would be like. And it really was so different than I expected. I felt like I had such more of an impact on these kids than I did anywhere else. And adding the pandemic onto it, it really made it more challenging, but really more rewarding in the end. Mm. How about you, Calista? So I had worked with the fourth and fifth graders on Saturdays throughout the school year. And then when I found out I was at Drummond, I was really excited because I thought I was gonna already know a bunch of the kids that I was gonna be with at camp. And then I get to camp and I look at my attendance sheet and I didn't know any of the kids mm. from Saturdays. So that definitely was a little bit nerve wracking for me because it wasn't gonna be familiar faces like I thought it was gonna be. 
but then I ended up loving each every single one of my kids. They were, I think, the best group at camp. But um, <laughs> you're passionate <laughs> to that. Yeah, but I, as Michaela already said, like you ended up making so much more of an impact on these kids because like you were saving their summer, like you were the superheroes to them, and so yeah. Yeah, I think we talked a lot about you guys being mass superheroes, and both of you heard me at the training talking about what this experience was going to be like in terms of what the kids would look at you as, and you clearly, you know, were mass superheroes to all of these kids. Remember, they had been pretty much in their house for months, and, you know, we brought back a sense of normalcy. So let's talk a little bit about our support services. So one of our things that we try to do at the youth center is be totally all-inclusive to all types of kids. Kids that may have some disabilities in certain areas, uh, might even have physical disabilities, um, kids that may even have social emotional issues, and what we try to do is to make this place for everybody. And during summer fun, we fully realized over the years that um, we needed to provide some extra services for kids uh, to get them through the day and help them through the day. And we have two very distinct programs. And one is a program that's been going on five years now, and this is with the North Andover School Department Special Education Program. Um, last two years, we've been working with Marcy Bakusu from the uh, school department. And what that does is it actually locks in some of the uh, special ed staff to kind of do some one-on-one -on -one and some maybe a couple of kids where they would actually offer support to kids from the special ed program so they can have a full experience at summer fun. And it's, it's a great program. And I think COVID-19 cut our numbers down a little bit this summer, but we're, Masi and I are very excited to get back to growing the program um, in 2021. Then the second support service is something that we've done for over two decades. So before you guys were even alive, um, what we realized was that there are just some kids that are gonna need some other support. So we just call it the buddy system. So you guys as first year members, I don't think really even knew what the buddy system was. Did you, Callista? Not really. How about you, Michaela? I did not. When I first heard a buddy, I didn't know what that meant. Right. So what we try to do is we try to identify through the support of the parents if there is any kids that are going to um, need some kind of support. And we grade the support, one, two, or three. And, you know, um, a three would be somebody that probably has to do a one-on-one -on -one most of the day, which was you, Michaela. Uh, a two was more like you, Callista, um, which would need some continuous support. Uh, throughout the day and then a one was more of like a check-in like how they doing, making sure everything's good with that so um, first of all Callista how did you find out that uh, my staff my administrative staff would like you to be a buddy so at the staff training Gigi pulled me aside and she was like hey would you want to have a buddy like this year at camp and I didn't really know what that meant at first but I was like yeah sure like my friends who had worked here before had like talked about it and they're like oh like you make such a connection with the buddies like I want to have a buddy so I kind of just took that and I was like yeah sure like I'll do it so I was excited to make a connection with a kid but at the same time it already being my first year at camp and now in a global pandemic it was pretty nerve-wracking yeah that's a lot of stress first year job uh, doing a global pandemic and being asked to take a buddy but you actually had a better advantage than Michaela, who didn't know she was going to be a buddy until after the first day or so. So how did that all go? Yes. So on the first day, we were rained out. So we all, all the counselors were in the gym having a meeting. And when Gigi passed out the attendance lists, I saw an asterisk next to my buddy's name. And I asked my co-counselor what that meant. And he was like, oh, that means we have a buddy. 
and I didn't know what that meant. And he's like, oh, that just means they need a little more help. So I thought because he already worked at Summer Fun before, they would have the connection and I would be with the other kids in my group. But I was really nervous about that because I was like, I don't know how to handle nine kids on my own. I've never worked here before. And it really, the tables turned after we started. Yeah. And as we got into that first week, both of you knew uh, what your buddy, who your buddy was, and how much you're going to have to be um, connected with your buddy. So um, what were some of the things that would probably, um, for the person out there that knows nothing about our buddy system, and I know the the rewards and the positives far outweighed the challenges. But what was for both of you, and I'll start with you, Callista, what, what are some maybe challenges of being a buddy? Obviously, there are times where you're not going to be with the rest of the group and you have to do one-on-one with your buddy. And sometimes they just, they have like a mental, like a breakdown or something and they just start crying because of a game. So you have to take them to the side and calm them down. And I had never worked with a buddy before, so I really didn't know how to do this the first like week of camp but then like as camp went along the summer like my buddy and I became more connected and I kind of knew how to like calm him down if something happened but yeah you're not making an impact on as many kids but you're making a huge impact on one kid and you've talked eloquently about this with me personally in terms of and we'll get into it later about all of the the great things you got out of it, but obviously, you know, you, the cohorts this year allowed us to kind of staff members get more connected to a smaller group of people as opposed to a larger group of people. And I know you guys don't know that necessarily because you didn't work for us in years past pre-pandemic, but on top of that now, you actually got to be really connected. And I know I looked out my window a lot and I would see both of you with your buddies. and. The biggest thing for me is I just saw the smiles on those kids' uh, faces as well as the smiles on your faces. Uh, and I knew at that point that I know it was evolving. You were learning. You were growing. But as the summer went on, it, it sounded like you guys were great matches for these kids. So, Michaela, how about you? What, what were some of the challenges that you might have faced? Um, so the first day that my buddy was there, we were playing street – our group was playing street hockey, and – my buddy and I were sitting aside and I never had the one-on-one experience that I had with Sammy. So when I was sitting down with him alone, I really didn't know what to say or what to do. And at this point, I couldn't touch him or anything. So he was physically upset. And like before, before COVID, I would like offer a hug or a high five or anything to the children, but I couldn't do that. So I was really just asking him questions about what his favorite things were, but I went home after and I was like, I don't know if I did the right thing. I don't know if I made him feel more comfortable because I was so unexperienced. Yeah, and you bring up a good point for both of you is the guidelines prohibited us from doing things that we've done for years and years and years, right? So we have amazing, amazing culture here and You know, it's not unusual for high fives, hugs, handshakes, and things like that, which were totally off limits. And in your case, Michaela, um, we had to get the support of the parents for, to explain that a little bit of what we had to do. Yes, so about two or three weeks into the program, I saw that my buddy just, he was still so upset. And I asked Gigi and the assistant coordinators, I said, is there anything I can do? And they said, we can offer, we can call home and see if they'd want to send in a note and physically write that it's okay 
to touch him and to give him hugs and to give him high fives. So we did that, and I feel like after that note came in, everything was just so much smoother. Yeah, I know, you know, Callista had the same thing, right? So both of the kids actually really, really liked you guys. So obviously we're following the guidelines and to the T, and, you know, obviously we had Amanda Regan also had a, a child that um, the parent really pushed for us to allow some kind of contact, physical contact. And then obviously it made you guys make sure of, you know, watching, uh, you know, sanitizing hands and things like that constantly. But it seemed like both of you, um, you know, as the summer went along, you were actually able to do, you know, more to have more of a connection with it. Were the guidelines for you, Callista, was it hard for you following all the guidelines and meeting the needs of the kids? At times it was, especially because you had to sanitize all the equipment and stuff. And like when like your partner went away to sanitize the equipment, then I'd be kind of left with like nine kids to watch, but then also make sure my buddies like okay and like there. So that was difficult at times. And also with the guidelines, since I wasn't allowed to touch my buddy, it was really difficult for me to like not be able to give him hugs, especially right. like on the last day of camp when he's sitting there like bawling his eyes out and there's nothing I can do except stand there and be like it's okay like you're gonna be okay like we'll see each other again but him and I actually ended up coming up with a thing called air hugs where we just like each hugged each other and then that usually would cheer him up so. I love it so you got creative on that so you know I do wanna you know I always tell the school department I tell parents this when they request a buddy that my staff is high school and college kids None of, even my college kids have graduated college yet. My high school kids haven't even graduated high school yet. You're not special ed teachers. So I need to ex, you know, explain to them what we can do and what we can't do. What is amazing is every kid that I've had as a buddy um, has been phenomenal. And you know, we've had some of our buddies go on to be special education teachers because they just love the whole buddy connection. But what did you learn in terms of just dealing with you know, I think you mentioned a little bit of a meltdown. Sometimes the, you know, the rules were sometimes hard for your two buddies to understand. Uh, sometimes the group interaction is tough with a lot of kids. How did you work through that without having a tremendous amount of training? And obviously we did get some training by the school department at the beginning in terms of, you know, strategies on maybe how you work with kids. But how did you guys become these great counselors in figuring out these problems that they came up every day? How about you, Calissa, why don't you start? So one game in particular was Gaga, and obviously the, all the other kids in my group were definitely very hardcore, very competitive kids, and my buddy just personally, like he just personally was not like that. He liked playing the games, but if he lost, he would have a meltdown. So I think it was honestly the kids in my group that made it that much easier because they would like let him win a few rounds, which made him feel good, and it also made the kids feel good because they knew they were doing something to make someone else feel better. So I think it was a huge part on having such amazing kids in my group that made like my job so much easier. And then also like if something did happen, like you just have to, it takes time to like figure out the kid and figure out what works for them and what doesn't. But for me, I would like, if he started to have a meltdown, I would take him to the side, we'd go for a walk. I'd be like, let's play I Spy. He loved I Spy. Or we'd go to Gigi and draw at the table. That always cheered him up. Went and like got a little water break. But it took a few weeks to figure out. But by the end of the summer, it was pretty simple to work with him. Do you think your experience of working in the building, and especially on Saturdays when you work at 4th, did that kind of help you in working with kids, right? So sometimes 
sometimes all kids need a little bit of support, right? Do you think that working last year helped you a little bit with this? I think it did because it was definitely easier to connect with the kids in my group because I was used to connecting with kids in that age group already. So I think I definitely had a little bit of a step up. For sure. And Michaela, you know, I'm going to ask you the same question. So where did you get your strategies and stuff? Now, I know you worked at the Early Education Center and you worked at, a, I guess it's their version of Kidstop or something? Yes. Okay. So, you know, how did you work through some of these strategies without having a high school diploma or a college degree and working with any kind of issues with kids? How did you handle that? So I've worked with kids before, but I, like I said before, I never had the one-on-one -on -one experience that I had. So really, I was just pulling things out of my back pocket. I was like, what's your favorite color? What do you like to do for fun? And then as the summer kind of progressed, I saw Calista and Amanda Regan taking their buddies on walks. And I was like, that's a great, that's a great idea. So we would go on walks. And actually, at the end of the summer, this is pretty much what we did every day, was we'd sit under the tree next to the Newcomb net, and we'd just lay there. He would sit on my lap, and we'd just sit there the whole day. And that really made, he told me at the end of the summer, it was the best summer yet, even though COVID-19 took over. Mm. So he was still having fun. Absolutely. So for six weeks, and with, you, with your program being on the YC site, I actually saw you guys. And you mentioned Amanda Regan. And we had a couple other buddies, too. Um, but you two were the most, uh, you two along with Amanda were the most visible to me as far as the connection you made with kids. Um, and the program was six weeks long. And it was interesting for me as an observer to watch your relationship develop week to week to week. And I know it was an emotional last week, an emotional last day for all of us here. And I know it was for you guys too. So talk to me a little bit about the rewards as you look back at the six weeks, what are the rewards that being a buddy, because this is gonna, this is a podcast that I'm hoping some future kids will wanna be Callista and Michaela and, and take on a buddy. What are the rewards of being a buddy? You get a lot of rewards out of being a buddy. I think the biggest one I took away was that, like the beginning of the summer, him and I just like, I just kind of made sure that he was like, okay and just, I don't know, we weren't that connected. But then by the end of the summer, like, I truly believe that him and I became, like, real buddies. Like, him and I were, like, actual friends instead of me just being a camp counselor to him. Like, I could see from him that I was so much more than a counselor to him. And, like, he was just so much more than, like, a regular camper to me because, like, the bond we got, it was just, like, an unbreakable bond. Yeah. How about you, Michaela? Um, pretty much the same thing. I spent the whole six weeks with him and really I knew the other kids in my group but I didn't know them as well but just the connection I made with him and how well I got to know him and how he had an impact on me as well really was so rewarding what do you think your peers so you know obviously you all work for me so I know all of you but I've I've seen some of the lines I've heard where some people said oh my god Callista Michaela seemed like they made so much an impact maybe I'd want to be a buddy and then I'd hear the same thing from other people saying I'm glad Callista Michaela's doing it because that's probably something I couldn't do but how do you think your peers in the camp your fellow counselors looked at you as buddies I think they definitely knew we had like a very important role in the summer and we were definitely doing a lot and I feel like out of that like we got a lot of respect from our peers and then I think 
some other people were like a little jealous and kind of wish they had a buddy too because they saw like how much fun we had with our buddies and like the impact we were making on their lives and they had on our lives so I feel like it was a little bit of both yeah how about you Michaela I agree I definitely think it was a little bit of both and people knew that how challenging our job was and I think people might have been a little bit jealous seeing me sit in the shade all day while they're (laughs) running around in the 90 degree heat but at the end of the day I think we all had very important jobs yeah and one of our favorite all-time work is Sydney Pensabali who was a buddy for two years chose not to be a buddy this year and you know she told me at the end of the summit was the worst mistake she made she wished she had been a buddy because she knows the impact you can make on that so the summer ends what have you what have you learned about yourself by doing the buddy system so you did it for six weeks what did you what did it did it did it teach you more about patience did it teach you more about strategizing what did it teach you about yourself I think it definitely taught me that I have a lot more patience than I think I do because I always thought of myself as like an impatient person and especially before I started working with kids like in general like I just didn't think I had the patience for kids but then like this summer really showed me that like I can pretty much work with any kid I get and like yeah. What about you Michaela? What'd you learn? Um, I learned about respect and also patience and like kindness how kind my buddy was and how kind the other kids and counselors were to me and my buddy. Sure. One of the questions I asked you guys in our exit interviews, and you know, I, I did a lengthy thing, and I, it was the best thing I've done in terms of interviews. We did exit interviews with 150 of, of your staff. And I asked you the question, and this, those interviews now were like two or three weeks ago, but now I'm asking you now again, now that summer fun's been over for six weeks and you're heading back to school, has it hit either one of you yet what you were actually able to do during a global pandemic offering programs for kids? And for your case, being something really special to some kids that needed some special assistance this summer, has it hit you the impact that you've actually done? I think it's hit me a few times. It was the fifth week of camp on the Friday. My buddy thought it was the last day of camp and showed up to camp crying because he thought it was the last day. And so then I kind of saw like, wow, I really made an impact on this kid. And then the last day of camp, my buddy kept crying all day long because he was just so upset that it was the last day. And that's when I really saw that this kid had had an impact on me. And I even cried when I saw him crying. And it was really hard for me to like not be able to give him a hug and stuff. And then this past week, I met up with my buddy at a playground. And tell us what that was like. I got out of the car and I said hi to his mom and then his mom was like hey look who's here and his eyes absolutely lit up I had never seen something so amazing and he came sprinting over to me and gave me the biggest hug which was like really cool because I hadn't been able to hug him all summer sure and then he like grabbed my hand and was like come on let's go play like started running on the playground with me and so yeah that was really cool wow special moment how about you Michaela Um, It definitely hit me on the last day. Um, I was crying the whole closing ceremony, the whole dismissal procedure, especially because my buddy was a walker biker. So I didn't get to run him to his car. Um, So that really, as soon as he ran over to the tree, I couldn't help but cry. And then I cried when I got home. And even every day since the last Friday of summer, I've 
thought about him and I've thought about Summer Fun so much. Have you had a chance to see Sammy at all post Summer Fun? I have not, but on the last day we took pictures and I sent him to his dad and he told me that um, he had such an amazing time this summer. So I was definitely thinking on the first day of school, I was thinking about reaching out. Yeah, and you, you definitely should. I mean, obviously, Summer Fun is a Summer Fun program, mm -hmm. but most of the parents in this program would would welcome you guys to stay in contact with them because obviously the impact that you've had on both of these young men is amazing. And uh, if you can fit it in your schedule and they can fit in your schedule, I think it'd be great for you guys to meet up a little bit. So now that summer's off, Callista, you're heading into the all important senior year in high school. Michaela, you know, you're heading into a junior year, very important junior year. What, did, what happened this summer? What will you take from this summer as you carry on in this school year or post this school year? What do you take from this summer with working in this buddy program? I think obviously I'm taking a very important friendship with my buddy from me into this school year and I definitely want to stay connected with him um, during this school year and then I already told his mom that I'll be back at camp next year in case she wants me to be his buddy again and she was like absolutely definitely but I'm also taking with me like all the different strategies I learned from working with my buddy this summer and I'm going to apply that every day when I come to the youth center for work so I think that will definitely help me be able to affect more kids and make a bigger impact on more kids lives. How about you Michaela? Um, I've taken it and even on the first day of school when my teachers would ask me what did you do this summer? What was the best thing you did this summer? I always say I had a buddy at summer fun and that was the best thing I did this summer. That's what I did this summer and like I said every day I think about it and I use it every day in my life and it really changed me and it had a huge impact on me and I'll never forget it and I was so honored that I could have a buddy especially being my first year. Right. So what would you say, let, let's talk about the mothers and the fathers out there that were hesitant to maybe send their child uh, because they didn't know if their child would be able to do the program or if they'd be too much, they need enough assistance or something like that. What about that parent that maybe didn't send their child this year but may think about it next year after hearing you guys talk about it? What would you say to those parents about coming to the program? I think it's definitely worth it because working one-on-one -on -one with a kid, like, I feel like there's not really a way that you can't connect with them. Like, like sometimes you just have to make stuff up and be like oh i like pokemon too or something and that's how you connect with the kids like and i feel like all our staff members here are so amazing that anyone can connect with any kid and i feel like they should definitely send their kids next year because it's a lot of fun and their kid will definitely have a huge impact on a counselor here and a counselor will have a huge impact on that kid's lives nice michaela i definitely agree i definitely we have an amazing staff and like calista said sometimes i had to make things up just to relate to the children so we try so hard to make a connection, so no matter how hard we have to try, we'll definitely get that connection in the end. Now, what would be your advice to um, a, a peer that you had this summer who saw the excitement you had, or maybe someone that I'll hire next year that you know doesn't know anything about the buddy system? What would you say to them about taking on the challenge that you took on this summer? I would say if you're given the opportunity to accept the challenge like you should like I've just become so much of a better person working with my buddy and like I've made a connection with a kid that I never thought I would ever make like coming into camp I just thought I was gonna like affect a few kids lives it was gonna be cool I'd see them again on Saturdays during the school year but like 
I don't know, my buddy and I, we just connected so well that like, it, it was crazy. So I would say definitely take the opportunity. I agree, definitely 110% take it. And even though you might be nervous at first in the first few days you might go home and when you're laying in bed at night trying to fall asleep, you might be like, oh, should I have done this different? Should I have done this different? But at the closing ceremony and even afterwards, you're gonna look back and say you're so thankful that I took the opportunity because it really changed my life. So when we finished the last day and everybody knows how emotional it was and then we do our patented uh, closing ceremony, um, which is emotional. Uh, and this year was more emotional than ever due to the fact that we accomplished something that no one thought we could do. Um, and then, you know, I look at the next couple of days, I get tons of emails from parents, from kids, from staff. And it, it's so emotional seeing how everybody feels about what accomplished. And I got two amazing emails from Callista Ringler and Michaela. Uh, Vincent. So I want each one of you, don't go into specifically the email, but why did you feel like you had to send me an email about the experience? Because it wasn't, you know, you both did the traditional thanking me for the job, that type of thing. But you talked a lot about what this child that you had a buddy with did to your life. So Callista, why was the need to send an email and, and make sure I knew that? I feel like it was also part so I could remember like what I did by like writing it down and like I still go back and read that email and still get emotional like when I see it but also to like share like what I learned and to like show you how much like the opportunity really meant to me and how much I really grew through the opportunity that you gave me so yeah just to kind of show you my gratitude and how thankful I was for being given the opportunity to do what I did. And it was incredible. And equally incredible was your email, Michaela. Why, why did you feel a need to put this down into words? Um, so I sent you the email the Sunday after camp ended. It was a Sunday like afternoon. And at that point, I'd usually be like setting out my staff shirt and getting ready for camp in the morning. And that's when it really hit me. I saw my staff shirts folded on my dresser and I looked at them and I was like, I'm not going to put on that shirt tomorrow and I'm not going to put on my whistle and put on my mask and go to work tomorrow. And I was like, I really need to thank Rick and tell him what the job meant to me. And even still, there's things that I think about and I'm like, oh, I should have mentioned that in the email. Oh, I should have mentioned that in my closing ceremony speech because I couldn't even grasp and I still can't grasp what we accomplished and what we did and how I changed and how I think my buddy changed as well. Absolutely. They were, I'll tell you, I am not lying about this. I get tons of emails, which I treasure. And if you went into my room, there's a, a, a draw full of every email and, and letter I've ever gotten. But your two were so important to me. And it wasn't thanking me. That was, I mean, I appreciate that. Don't get me wrong. And I loved hearing that you loved the job and the opportunity you were given. But what, what got me emotional was the way you talked about your kids and the way that you felt that your kids, I actually, both of you actually said it. You said, everyone's talking about what I did for the kid, but people aren't talking about what the kid did to me. And what did you mean by that, Callista, when you, you said, and both of you said it in your own ways, but you felt like you got more out of this than even the child? Well, because this kid really just showed me that camp is so much more than just like 
entertaining like 20 10 year old boys all day long it's about the connections you make with them and then keeping those connections even after camp ends and like throughout life because that's really more important than who wins in the kickball game absolutely and how about you you said the same thing you learned more from this summer from this young man than anything definitely um you're told at the training and everything you're gonna be superheroes for these kids but I really think that my buddy was my superhero this summer because um March April May we didn't know what was going to happen tomorrow never mind in the next couple months when summer started so the fact that we could go to camp and have a little bit of normalcy and he was my whole summer so he really helped me and one thing that stuck out that I wrote about in the email was he drew me a picture and told me here, I want you to have this. And that was one of my favorite parts of working at Kidstock was when the kids would give me pictures that they drew. And that was one thing I really missed when I wasn't working because that was my favorite part of the job. And as soon as he handed me that paper, I thought in my head, wow, he's making me feel like I'm back to normal rather than the other way around. That's awesome. So Callista, we welcome you back. We start on Monday. We're happy to have you back here, killing it again this year. And Michaela, I imagine, are you going back to Kids Talk? I am, yes. And when are they starting? Um, I believe the 29th. Okay. And will you be working at the early childhood or will you yes. be, okay, that, you'll go yes, back I'll, to that site? Mm -hmm. Well, I know that both of you are gonna do an amazing job Callista for me during the, the school year here, and obviously Michaela for the school department and Rick Gallant's program. I know you will do great. They're lucky to have you. But here's the million dollar question. I gotta know, you coming back next summer, Callista? Yes, definitely. How about you, Michaela? Definitely. You better come back and don't be bribing me for more money, but I need you guys back here because what you did this summer was truly awesome. And you know I've said this to anybody that I can say it to, what we did this summer collectively, all 150 of you and my full-time staff, is stuff that dreams are made of. But when I look at what you two did and Amanda Regan and all the other buddies, it's why we do what we do. And I'm so proud of you guys. And, and on top of that, you were first-year employees. Amanda's been with me like for four or five years. I would expect her to be awesome. But with you guys, you exceeded all my expectations. Your parents should be extremely proud of you. Um, and I'm going to give you the final word. So you can address this to a future buddy, you can address this to a peer, you can address this to your parent, you can address this to educators that maybe work with kids that need a little bit extra assistance. What would be your final word you'd wanna to say to anybody, Callista? I think the most important thing you can do when you have a buddy is make a strong relationship with them, like regardless of like what you're teaching them in school or like if you're teaching them a sport, like the connection you make is what they're gonna take away with them. And like I was obviously able to see that like when I haven't seen my buddy for four weeks and then I just see him at the playground and he runs over and gives me the biggest hug in the world, which is like the most amazing thing to know that I made such an impact on his life that four weeks later when we haven't seen each other, it's like nothing's changed. It's awesome. Michaela, your final word? Um, definitely if you have the chance to work with a buddy or any child similar or any child at all, really take, take the opportunity and even if you aren't confident that you're going to make a connection or you're not going to have the relationship that Calista and I had, you will 100% because 
at the end of the day, this child's going to look up to you and you're going to be their superhero. Absolutely. And obviously, Declan and Sammy were extremely lucky to have you two. You guys were great. So I want to thank you for coming on and being honest and sharing how you feel this experience is. I think both of you have heard me say this, and Calista, I know you've heard me cause just from being around here a lot. It is so important to build relationships. Uh, to me, everything revolves around relationships. And in six weeks, the relationship that you two built with your two buddies is, is amazing. And I'm very proud of you. And uh, can hardly wait to see you guys back next summer. And hopefully we won't wear, be wearing masks and following all these guidelines. And we'll be able to do more than air hugs. And maybe we'll be able to do hugs and things like that. But again, I want to thank you for all of your stuff you did this summer. You guys are amazing. And thank you for coming on the You Centered Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And as we finish every podcast, we always say too much passion is never enough passion. <laughs>